This is At Home with the Oregonian. I'm Lizzie Acker. Each week we check in on some of Oregon's favorite people from a safe and responsible distance. Follow The Oregonian on Facebook or YouTube to watch these conversations live. (laughs) Hi! (laughs) I'm Lizzie Acker. Welcome to At Home with the Oregonian, where we talk to some of Oregon's best people and find out how they're holding up in this increasingly ongoing pandemic. When I started this show, I thought it would be like, a week or two <laughs> and now right. it's like wow this is really happening our lives. <laughs> yeah um so our guest today is china forbes she's a musician and the lead singer of pink martini hello china welcome Hi. to my parents Thank living room me. it's where yeah. it? oh this is my parents living room oh nice this is the studio yeah they watch my baby two days a week so That's that is cool. when we do a show <laughs> and where are you in town so nice. I don't have that. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm in my own living room. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a baby anymore. So. Oh. Well, you did and, just mention your son was uh, recording a piano lesson. Is that what you said? Yeah. His uh, piano recital is a Halloween-themed recital. And so he was to wear his costume, and we're videotaping his performance, and he needed a microphone, and you know, then we needed to do all the stuff. And it was just like a technology overload and then he left and then you know then I had to yeah. try to figure out how to find you so well you're doing great I mean <laughs> we're, all just, we're all trying to keep it together I think is yeah. the reality here and honestly like the fact that we're here that's enough I think we should both get a pluses for the day and yeah if we want to call it a day after this that's fine totally so how old is your son He's 11, almost, yeah, 11, over, uh, almost halfway to 12, more than halfway. Wow, like, that's like a real person. I know, that's he like, doesn't really need a babysitter anymore, you know, he's... Yeah, I think legally he doesn't need a babysitter anymore. I would wonder when is that, you yeah. know, age. I don't know what the age is. I think it, I don't know, I know that, you know, when I was 11, I took like babysitting class, mm-hmm. and I, I believe like in the state of Oregon, you can babysit when you're 11. I babysat like all summer for three children when I was 11. So, but I don't think people do that anymore. I don't, I think like, well, I feel like the nineties things were different. You know, I don't think we were more independent for sure. Yeah. People were like, Oh, $3 an hour. Nineties. Wait, did you just say the nineties? The (laughs) seventies. I was 11 in the nineties. Kids. No one was around. Yeah. the Flintstones and happy days after school. Yeah. I mean, when I was babysitting as an 11 year old, it was definitely like there were three kids. They watched TV. I would make them craft macaroni and cheese for lunch and like definitely flirt with their older brothers who I don't know why they couldn't babysit. Right. But, <laughs> you know, cause girls. And now you make Annie's mac and cheese. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Right. Yeah. yeah, those were the days. Yeah. Well, now no one pays me anything to babysit. I do it for free while working, but I guess mm-hmm. it's my baby, so you kind of sign up for that one. How old is your baby? She just turned one like two days ago. Oh my god, that's so it's totally insane. It's crazy that so fun. I gave birth. I I can't believe it. It is crazy. Yeah. It, it's do you still a, think about it sometimes? Like, wow, mm-hmm. I, I did yes, that. I do actually. It comes up. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's like that amnesia after yeah. you forget the pain. Mm-hmm. I can still remember it. 
I can too. And I, I truly don't understand this amnesia. You didn't have yeah. any drugs? Mm -mm. No, I did hypnobirthing. Did it work? Well, it you remember the pain, did. so. It did, it did, it hurt, but it, it okay. was, it basically just gives you, it's sort of like mindfulness in birth, you know, it like gives you skills that help you stay relaxed and go with what's happening instead of like seizing up with tension. And yeah. so that helped until the very end. And then it was like, oh my God, they told, they actually tell you, don't push, breathe mm -hmm. the baby down. And I was like breathing the baby down and the baby wasn't coming down. And then doctor's like, push. And I'm like, no, breathing, not pushing. So anyway, that's where I was kind of abandoned by it because I didn't right. really know what to do at that point. Mm -hmm. But um, I figured it out. I kind but of wonder if maybe like nothing works at the end. Like it's painful no matter <laughs> what you do at the end. Because right. I had drug, I had an epidural after mm -hmm. like four hours of labor. And I had like a pretty, the whole thing was, you know, as good as it can be pretty much. Um, but at the end, it was so absolutely the most excruciating pain. And my mom is a midwife. So she was there wow. with me. Was oh, super cool. lucky. She helped me through the whole thing. And I just remember being like, I can't do this. And she's like, well, you actually can. But <laughs> You're sort of like beyond that point now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, well, I thought like the drugs would make the, no. It, it was no. it still hurts. That's what I tell everyone. Like, if you want to take drugs, don't worry. You will still feel pain. Right. <laughs> you, won't, you won't be missing out on that right. part of it. We aren't getting no. out of the pain anymore. I think since they stopped like putting women completely under <laughs> and just right. like you know That's like ether or whatever they were doing. I know. Oh so weird. Anyway, we could just talk about this all day. But um, <laughs> I actually have a question for you. I mean, I have multiple questions, but. My uh, editor, Grant, wrote about you, and he sent me this article. He wrote about um, this the song Hey Eugene, and then I was, like, reading it, and I was like, well, did Eugene ever reach out to her? <laughs> so There is a good story. Oh, um, my gosh. So I've been thinking about it for, like, a week and a half now, so I'm so glad. So I don't know. I mean, for people who don't know, yeah, I wrote a song explain. called yeah. Hey Eugene in 1995 when you were babysitting, and um, – and it was about a, a boy I met at a party who sort of, you know, flirted with me. And we had this amazing night where it felt sort of like we were, we had found each other and we were going to date. And he, was, he right. asked me for my number and I gave it to him and then he left and he's like, is it too soon if I call you Sunday? And I was like, not at all, you know, and then Sunday came and he never called and then he never called Monday. And then it was like, day after day and I couldn't believe it because he was so convincing right so I just as I always do like with all my whenever I have an abundance of emotion that I don't know what to do with I write a song mm -hmm. so I wrote this song that was like a run-on sentence about what had happened at the party and um and and then it says does any of this ring a bell Eugene at the end <laughs> and so the song um has you know it's I've been performing it for 25 years and mm -hmm. it's on our third Alice the title track of the third Pink Martini album and you'd think that with social media he might have reached out by now but right. he still hasn't but but the thing is classic Eugene really weird happened something really weird okay. where I wrote the song and a year later I went back to the same party in this big mm -hmm. building 
many floors of this building in the East Village mm-hmm. of New York City. And um, he was there again. And he again asked for my number and again didn't call. So this time I gave him my number. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then he didn't call and I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. And then I was in, I lived in the West Village at the time. And every time I got on the phone, someone mm-hmm. would be talking or people would call and ask for Richard. And I was like, this Richard doesn't, you know, there's no Richard, there's no Richard. Finally, I got on and the people talking could hear me. Mm-hmm. And it was some guy named Richard who had been mm-hmm. getting called for China. So our lines had crossed. Oh, I to finally figure it out. Yeah, and sister was there, and there, he was like, "Sid, it's China. She's like, she's on the line. Now we know somebody." And yeah. so we were laughing about it, and then he said, "Oh, by the way, Eugene called." Is that crazy? <laughs> and I was like, "What did he say?" He gave his number, so I called him, uh-huh. and he was he was nice, and he said, "Do you want to meet at this bar with some of my friends tonight?" And da da da, mm-hmm. and then I just. I said, maybe I'd show up and I never did. Awesome. I love that. Oh, that's probably why he hasn't reached out. Well, but he 100% deserved that. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, I am so glad he never called because I love the song so much more. Right. It's a really good song. And I think also it's just like about an experience that a lot of people have had. Yeah. I love that. Like the specificity of it obviously isn't, but on the other hand, like, I mean, isn't that like so much of your twenties, like being like, Oh my gosh, this is like it. This is true love. Yeah. Right. You know, we're not, I'm not that drunk. I'm not that drunk. His friend was wasted, but he was. Oh, yeah. Maybe I read that in the story. I mean, that's yeah. There's a lot of line in the song. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I could you said you weren't that drunk and that you were blah, blah, right. blah, you know. Right. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this that is, is it. what we all said mm-hmm. when we we're trying to make sense of our exploits. Yeah, just the recklessness, or I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just like having fun. Well, I think it was just like hope and naivete. Yeah, no. hope and naivete. <laughs> Being in your 20s, <laughs> youth, yeah. So, I wonder if, yeah. Of all of the things people are, like, missing out on right now, I think sometimes about that, you know, like, I, I maybe I feel, like, less worried for, like, young children. But I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, there's this, like, the romance that, romances that you have in your youth and, you know, when you're even, like, in high school, they last, like, 20 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. that whole thing that happened to you, that was just one night. Right. You know? And that's, yeah. like a story that you've been telling about yourself and about it's crazy. It is weird. It is weird. A couple of hours. Um, That is true. I've been thinking about that too. Like, you know, the young kids, I mean, it's harder for parents of young kids right now, but, um, but imagine going through like your senior year of high school or your freshman year of college this way. Yeah. And just compared to what, my experience was I mean I it's it is really quite sad yeah I think about like the just the drama in like someone touching your elbow you know like there could be this whole internal thing that you are going through that you can't you can't do those things online right you can't meet people in the same way I did did cheat a little bit and I met the love of my life during COVID 
You did? Mm -hmm. Tell me all about that. <laughs> <laughs>tell you because please tell me it's such a, I mean it's just so cool that that this could happen you know yeah but I mean I have to say I met my husband on tinder so I'm not okay I'm just saying like zoom class you can't like have your elbows touch right exactly <laughs> um, but yeah I I I was not I mean I didn't couldn't imagine dating during the pandemic so I wasn't interested in pursuing it but Finally, at the end of the summer, it seemed like everyone around me was on a dating app or and meeting mm -hmm. people, and I suddenly felt like, oh my god, I better, I better get on the bandwagon because I'm going to be left behind. So mm -hmm. I I joined an app mm -hmm. under a fake name, <laughs> and I within 24 hours I connected with a few people, but one of them was really intriguing to me, and um, mm -hmm. we ended up messaging back and forth. Mm -hmm. all that Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we met in person on Thursday and had a socially distanced picnic. Mm -hmm. And we've been together ever since. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but it's no, but to, still. Yeah. Like it's, That's it's, been awesome. it's been amazing. So, That's really, I mean, that's, that's awesome. And I have to say that like, I was on Tinder for like, two weeks the second date I went on I'm married to him now so so cool yeah sometimes it just happens like that I, know. <laughs> I don't know like maybe you can connect with people in a in a way that is different from that sort of like reckless youthful connection that is only based on um I mean not only but like this I I think that I went through for many most of my life before this was like something magical is going to happen at some magical place, a wedding, you know, like, Oh man, weddings right. were always, I was like dressed up and I was always falling in love at a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody looks good. There's something about, I mean, I like the fact that when you go on a dating app, mm -hmm. you meet someone and you're not wondering like, are they married? Are they looking to date? Are they, you know, you know, they're looking for someone. Yeah. Hopefully they're not married. <laughs> if they're married, then they're like doing something very wrong. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We have a visitor. Oh, there's a baby visitor. Oh, can you say what? hi to China? What's your name? This is Nona. Oh, wow. Nona. Nona. You have <laughs> Can you show China your teeth? Oh, what about your head? This is hilarious and she does this a lot so don't take it personally no no don't touch it i always oh. get that reaction from people <laughs> she she's been doing this lately okay bye bye oh my god she's adorable she's very cute but she loves to scowl i'm and i'm like hmm, i wonder where she got that and I'm like, <laughs> i don't know um but anyway yeah maybe yeah what you were saying about dating apps yeah so dating apps i i mean it cuts through the, you know, yes. Totally. Okay, one more time, and then you're going to go back to grandma. Can you give a smile? I mean, sorry, I don't want to tell oh, you what to do. Smile? Your body, your choice. Your body, your choice. Do you want a barrette? Should I give you one of my barrettes? She likes to wear a barrette. Okay. Um, <sighs> Can you say bye-bye? 
time home with my son that I never would have had in his whole youth. So cool. It's like cool. so cool to get to like be with the people you actually love. I mean, yeah. not, the, you know, like I really actually do love my coworkers, but like, you know, it's nice to be with the family that right. I love. Right. I'm with them. It's amazing. I mean, there, there are so many things, positives that have come out of this, but also mm-hmm. obviously so many negatives. And I'm, I knock on wood that, you know, I haven't been touched by the tragic aspects personally, yeah. but, um, but hopefully people, even people who have been touched by that can also mm-hmm. find some sort of hope. Yeah. I'm, it's such an interesting time. Like, you know, I thought when the smoke, I don't know how you guys dealt with the smoke, but that was, that was really hard for, that for was us. Horrible. Yeah. And it was, it really made me realize like, wow, I'm taking a lot for granted in this COVID situation. You know, we can go outside, mm-hmm. we can like breathe the air. Um, and suddenly we knew those things were bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that really, was hard. But luck, luckily I had fallen in love. So I was just with him and we stayed inside the whole time. So it was That's nice. <laughs> you know what? Falling in love does make everything better. It really does. If everyone else could like just capture that falling in love feeling. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you could fall in love in like the middle of a war and you'd be like, well, I was falling in love. So I mean, novels are written about that. That's what novels are. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or movies, you know. It is so weird because I'm, I'm actually like perfectly happy single as well. You know, like I love part in some ways I love being single. So I wasn't needing that. But then when you do find it, it's just like, Oh, this is better than anything. Yeah. That's so great. Also probably if you're on the road all the time, this is like a perfect time for you to fall in love because you can really like create a relationship Exactly. Like normally it would be like, and I'm leaving for six weeks, but you know, right. nice to have met you for two days and right. we'll see each other when I get back. Like that's my yeah. usual. Yeah. Oh, that's sort of perfect. Yeah. There are definitely like, I, I have thought about like, like the, the way that being with this baby for six extra months is like going to, Sorry, I thought I would fix my hair and I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am I'm at that point where I got a haircut. I got I've gotten one haircut in the pandemic yeah. and I, I was like, I'll get it cut really short. And, and I won't cut my bangs. I'm just gonna let it grow out. But then I'm at the point now where it's like all of it is the wrong length. Mm, and it's I very I cut my own hair today. Oh, that's it looks good. I was about to be really jealous. I always have done that, and my my hairdresser always begs me not to, but now I can get away with it. So. Yeah, just to see, it's just like what is happening. Ew. 
I'll take out my barrettes and then it'll, <laughs> yeah it'll just be maybe you, it'll disappear into the background there's just a lot of it there's a lot of hair yeah and last time usually like a hairdresser will like thin it out but last time she was like no let's just keep it really like I like that I like but it's like all <laughs> summer like wearing a winter hat <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> I know it's fine and like uh, just the producer, Julie, and I were talking about this like a minute ago about actually about boobs. Like, you know, it's funny how women are like, I'm like, oh, I wish I had thinner hair. And then like, oh, I wish I had smaller boobs. And right. other people are like, oh, yeah, exact opposite. <laughs> the grass is always greener. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm just going to be like playing with my hair. It would be good if everyone could finally just like what they had. Right. Just accept it. That's what I think. Maybe... I just turned 38. I feel like maybe 38 will be the year that I just accept what I have. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I'm very, very, very lucky. Yeah. Maybe like I'm old enough now. I can be like, I'm healthy. That's good. <laughs> you know, like there's like these good things. I have people who love me. That's great. So great. <laughs> what is this? What are these questions? Oh yeah. People asking us questions. Um, enough with the hair. Okay. okay. Sorry. Enough with the hair. All right. Oh, um, Hello. Do you think the ability to live? Oh, yeah. What about live music? That's a good question. Women are faking pain and labor to gain attention. Oh, wow. Ignore that. Whoever wrote that, we're ignoring you. Um, that is an insane thing. Um, <laughs> bye bye, Eugene. Martini. <laughs> um, how do you think the ability to see live music? Um, oh wait, there it is. How do you think the ability to see live music will come back over time? Small venues and house concerts first, live streamed events. Have you been doing any live streams? It's interesting. Um, we did. We we did. We we filmed a concert that we're going to broadcast. Oh, that's cool. Like, like on TV, on, like a one-time broadcast. Mm-hmm. Then Thomas decided he wanted to make episodes out of it. Like Thomas loves a variety show and, and okay. so he still wants to try to make that happen. Now he can do even more because no one has to actually be in Portland to be part of it. Yeah. Um, and so that's in the works. And then we're actually doing live shows that are drive-in shows. Oh. So in California, we, we, we booked something near San Francisco and something near San Diego. Um cool in October and November. So we're kind of experimenting to see how that feels, you know, for us looking out at a sea of windshields. Yeah. That would be really interesting. But, and hopefully the sound will be okay. The people are listening through their car stereos. So it's kind of mysterious, but it's encouraging that people are trying it. Yeah. Um, Are you guys practicing? Not really. Like we, we rehearsed before we did that filming. Mm-hmm. We aren't a big practicing band. Like we've been on the road for so long that we kind of know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's new material, we'll we'll maybe get together and practice. But also because of COVID, we we had never even been together for like I don't know seven months. Yeah, wow. Um, everybody got tested and wore masks, and then we were in this mm-hmm. you know rehearsal space together. Mm-hmm. Very safety oriented. That's good. So. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what's next other than the drive-in theater, uh, option, but small venues and house concerts, uh, maybe, I mean, I think that things are getting worse, so I don't know that we can be in a house concert. 
Right. I feel like, yeah, especially with singing. Right. That's something that you do. And you in COVID. Right. Uh, well, China did just say that they were going to be doing a uh, broadcasting something. So that's really yeah. cool. So live stream. We haven't really done live stream yet. I've been doing a lot of videos from my house um, on Instagram and Facebook called Insomnia Sessions that started at the beginning beginning of COVID where I was up really late and super excited to be home and learning mm-hmm. new songs and posting them. Um, and I've slowed down a bit, partly because I'm distracted um, you're in love. by my love. And also... <laughs> uh, I'm having construction done at my house. So it's really like, it's like hard to find the time. Yeah. Um, Have you written any songs about this true love? I have. I've written like probably I've, I've written part of seven songs, seven partial songs. I am always thinking of ideas and and jotting them down, but I haven't, I haven't pulled them together yet, but I'm sure I will. Yeah. China, how is it starting a relationship as someone so well known? It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, it, it was weird. It's weird to go on a dating app. So I use it. I don't use my real name. And then mm-hmm. there's that thing where you meet the person, in per, meet them in person and you have to sort of tell them finally your name. Yeah. And if they know the who you are, it's a little bit like there's sometimes it's fine and sometimes it's weird and. You you just don't want to attract like a kooky a kooky fan, but totally. I don't mind if someone's a fan, you know. That's nice. Um, so, so it's a little. I mean, in that way, it feels a little exposing. But I also right. feel like everybody wants to meet someone, and everyone loves love, and like, why shouldn't everyone be able to do that? I agree with you completely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, we're almost here at thirty minutes. Uh, of course, I have all these like, you know, pandemic questions that I ask people, but we covered a lot of more interesting things than that. Are you going to dress up for Halloween? Um, I, I'm not, I'm not a big Halloween lover. Mm-hmm. I guess I have to dress up so much. And I guess that's you know, true. For, yeah. For performing that I like for me, it's not that exciting to dress up, but mm-hmm. sometimes at the last minute I'll throw together something like I'm really good at being Velma from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> um, and who else? Yeah. What is your son going to be for his? He's, he's well. Last year he was all dressed in green with a green wig, and then he just did that again. But this, he was sort of like cousin it, where he had sunglasses on the back of his head, oh. and mm-hmm. so I filmed him from behind playing. His <laughs> and this was his dad. He and his dad came up with that. So I guess that might be. But I thought he was going to be. He was going to be some anime character. Headphones? Is that a character? I wouldn't know. It involves headphones. Okay, and well, that's cool. down. I, I, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But I made some promises. We, we were having, like, a work uh, Halloween costume contest, and I thought I could just, like, make, just, like, brag and just be like, oh, I'm going to beat you to someone at my work because I'm going to use Nona in some sort of Halloween costume. And then they decided to actually do it. So now I have to come up with a Halloween costume for oh. me and the baby. <laughs> And I'm not very good at that. I, I, I'm I know. like, I'm not either. I, people are so excited about it. Yeah, Cute. I know. Some I'm of sure. my band members, especially one, 
is really into it and decorates a tour bus when it's Halloween. So cute with really skeletons and cobwebs and, yeah. you know, I can't imagine being that enthusiastic. Yeah, I mean, about <laughs> anything. <laughs> I I do have that problem. I think. I'm like, all that trouble. Yeah, I'm not a very yeah, good. But it's very but sweet when there is someone who is willing to do that. I totally support it. Yeah, and yeah. I and now like I'm wondering if I'll be motivated enough by the desire to win a contest. But I just don't know that I even have it in me to win a contest like that. You could. You could be marvelous, Mrs. Maisel, with that cute hairdo. I could. Yeah. Well, I would say I need to incorporate Nona somehow. She's very cute, but. Because I feel like she in that show. It probably is. I, I only watched the first <laughs> season. I think there are, but I think, I think they're ruining her life, you know, having children and that. Right. Like, oh. um, well, I guess I could talk to you probably forever, but, you know, I'm sure you have things to do. I don't really, but <laughs> I do. Actually, my editor is, like, sending messages. Are you busy? Yes, I'm busy. I'm doing another um, part of it. Somebody wants a Brady Bunch-style grid, Mariah. Oh, that is a really adorable idea. That would be really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was absolutely lovely to talk to you. And whoever thinks that women are faking pain during birth is. I don't talk to your mom, I guess. Just go talk to your mom. That's. (laughs) I I do not understand that. (laughs) Because everybody has some, someone has given birth somehow to everyone. I have a friend who's an oh who taught who was taught to believe that. Okay, that makes me feel slightly better. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry for that person because yeah. it's not true. It's very real. Yes. We as can if wouldn't, as if it wouldn't be painful. Right. It's a human person yeah. coming outside of your body. <laughs> <laughs> they have to get outside somehow. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, um, <laughs> we began and we ended with that. Right. Just like what? Um, where can people find your work if they um, want to follow you? So you can follow me, China Forbes, on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Um, you could follow me on Spotify. Um, you can follow Pink Martini on all of those places. And um, my sister's film, Infinitely Polar Bear, uh, is about my childhood, and I wrote the song for the at the end of the movie. That's a, a song that I really love called The Northern Line. So you can see me in the okay. movie theater or oh, on wow. home okay. screen. Okay. Um, movie theater. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, all the places that music is streamed, I don't think I will likely ever make a CD again because I don't buy CDs anymore. And I have nowhere to play them. Um, but I'm working on a solo album. So oh, cool. it should be another album at some point. I'm just really slow. Wow. Really. You have like really important things going on right now. I do. I do. But it's it's like I just need to finish that. Yeah. Well, that is yeah. perfect and awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I really appreciated you taking the time to talk to me today. And everyone else, our show is streamed when we feel like it. On Facebook and YouTube, you can follow The Oregonian to make sure you see every episode. It's also available as a podcast. This will be a podcast probably on Monday. And you can find that at OregonLive.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Lizzie Acker. That's my baby Nona here. Um, and everybody wash your hands. Wear a mask. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening. If you like the show, you can help spread the word by telling a friend or by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks.